Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. It is a delight to bring back Pete Peterson, the Dean and Senior Fellow at the Pepperdine School of Public Policy, who authored that piece I was talking about in the previous segment about what is taking place on our colleges and universities with what they are terming, what he is terming, and Smith College graduate is terming an eggshell culture. Pete, thanks, and welcome back to the Airwaves of Phoenix. Real good to be back with you, Seth. Thank you, sir. The numbers are astounding from the polling that you cite about what students fear they can say or talk about on the campuses. I was shocked. You're in Pepperdine just a little bit down the road. Only 3% of students at Pomona were even considered, even considered telling you that they were conservative. That's pretty, that's, that's pretty sad. Um, It is. Yeah, go ahead. It, It talks, it talks about a monolithic institution, does it not? It does. And again, you know, Pomona Pomona is a a respected liberal arts college in the Claremont McKenna uh, system of colleges. Uh, I also cite recent surveys of the graduating class from Harvard, 2018 graduating class. And really what you see there, not only on the student side, but also on the faculty side, is you see this real uh, echo chamber back and forth between uh, progressive students and progressive faculty. And, of course, what that squeezes out and it becomes very clear in the survey data is that conservatives uh, feel that they really do have to squelch their own opinions. And that's uh, that really is disturbing, as we've talked about before, if we're about preparing Uh, self-governing citizens who understand how the other side thinks. You're writing about the colleges, and yet the two words in your op-ed that frighten me the most are these, and beyond. Your last, second to last sentence, and beyond. You clarify it by saying it's not hyperbole to wonder whether the future of our public square depends upon it. I have been saying for months now that if we wonder why people at Google and Facebook and Twitter run by 20 and 30 somethings thinks it's okay to ban conservative speech, where do we think they learned it? Well, they're recent college graduates where these normative absolutes have uh, no purchase with them whatsoever. No, that's right, Seth. And I also quote some of the broader survey data that was uh, released in uh, the fall of last year from uh, this group called In Common that was looking at uh, what they call the Political Tribe Survey. And uh, at least what I thought was uh, hopeful about that was that this survey of about 8,000 American voters uh, across the political spectrum, one of the, the greatest uh, issue that they took with where America is today is the level of political correctness mm-hmm. that they feel they encounter. And again, that's not just uh, a conservative uh, perspective in that survey. Uh, progressives, people of all ethnic backgrounds, household incomes, college, no college, it really was the most consistent answer in that survey. And so that's why, again, I, uh, my greater concern is exactly yours, that it, this uh, political correctness culture, what I call this eggshell culture of not knowing where you can step and what you can say, is not just being limited on the college campus. It really has bled into the larger society. Right, right. And one of the ironies, of course, of all of this is that uh, this dominant left-wing view, worldview at the campuses, on the college campuses, uh, that brooks no dissent 
resent and, ta- and, and punishes students, as you point out, punishes students for raising conservative points of view. It's so interesting. It comes primarily, I am guessing, from well-tenured professors who, I guess, forgot the entire point of the tenure system that they live under and are protected by, which was to protect, meant to protect them originally right. from being sanctioned or disciplined for teaching the, quote, wrong or unpopular things. Yeah, exactly right. And unfortunately, I mean, this this is uh, really just communications 101. When you see a group, any organization begin to move into a, a very dominant uh, perspective on whatever it might be, uh, they tend to then squelch dissent. And we're seeing that on college campuses, so just as you say. Uh, The tenure system was really meant to uh, protect professors, especially those on the left, giving them freedom. Back in the day, it was they who were. Yeah, that's right. They who needed the freedom. Right. And and now the table has really flipped. And uh, and again, it's not just the the professors, but it's what conservative students feel they can express both inside and outside the classroom. This is why I was delighted uh, that the president issued the executive order he writes about and that he did uh, 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 that he did issue that puts colleges on notice that, for lack of a better way to phrase it, they basically have to entrench the First Amendment into their into their handbooks or codes of conduct. Um, it, it's too bad it had to come to this. Yeah. It, but 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 isn't it a funny thing that it would be the government forcing another institution to have to abide by the notion of free speech? You're so right. And as I say in the piece, I think these executive orders at their best, it's not just about what they will do directly, right. but it is uh, the calling of, of uh, broader attention to this. Because as we may have talked about before, when I speak to adult audiences, they've kind of uh, just written off academia as, well, you know, it's on the left, and that's kind of the way it's always been and the way it's always going to be. And my my point is, is that uh, for your kids and grandkids, they're having a, a much different experience in college, especially if they're conservative uh, than we did. Yep. You know, I went to college back in the late 80s and uh, we, we actually did have a couple conservative professors wow. and even the liberals uh, were open to different points of view. And that, uh, as I cite in the survey data in the piece has really changed dramatically just in the last 10 or 15 years. Yeah, they're all gone now. Uh, those Democratic no. uh, Party professors, professors, old school Democratic Party professors that actually believed in the first, they're all pretty much retired now. And yeah. it, it, one has to uh, find, uh, you know, a lantern uh, like Larity's to find a conservative professor on a campus. So <laughs> so it's a very unfortunate situation. But I think it I, I think it now has abided into beyond, well beyond the campuses. I think I think you see this in journalism now, the way they cover the president, the way they cover Republicans. I think you've seen that there is now um, no longer what Learned Hand once called a spirit of liberty that isn't too sure Mm. that it's right. There is one Mm. solidified, solid point of view that gets respect and one that I think the, the elite culture doesn't think has a right to exist. Exactly. And, Seth, I I think what makes me uh, so concerned about it is for the conservative students who uh, might be thinking about careers in academia, they go through one or two years of this eggshell culture and say to themselves, well, why would I ever put myself through another seven years of this to go on for master's and Ph.D.? And that's that's the thing that becomes this mutually reinforcing cycle there where you don't see conservative students going on for their master's and Ph.D. and pursuing careers in academia uh, and then continues this 
this echo chamber of just progressives in the academy. Well, that's why you're where you are. That's why Pepperdine is doing what it's doing. That's why we're doing uh, what we're doing in talk radio. And, you know, we get converts from all kinds of places. And sometimes, sometimes, Pete, as I'm sure you've seen, we get converts to our side from the left and liberals who themselves found themselves out of favor and censored. So we'll just keep at it. But I appreciate you putting the light on it. It's a big issue, and I hope you'll stay close. Thanks so much, Seth. Great to be with you. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today.